Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good morning, good morning. Look at, look at Boutang with the, with the, I don't want to call it a fedora. Well, uh, you call it, I just call it my little poolside straw hat. My little poolside man, straw hat. The man yeah. knows his way around a haberdashery for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little puck. Yeah. I had, I, I have my shades on, but the problem is, is I can't read the screen to see what comments oh, we have. So I had to put, I had to take them off and, and, and all that good stuff. But no, you, you, know, you talk about, we talk about like, you know, travel vacations. I got my little palm yeah. trees and oh gosh, do I miss that for, oh, do I miss that? I mean, you look like you are already ready to go somewhere. I know, I know I am. I, I'm, I'm with you, brother, but um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Let, let's not uh, be be uh, negative about it. Let, let's just use this opportunity, I guess, this year of 2020 to plan and be ready for what well, we can get back out there and do what it is we do. And I mean, I think this is a, a great idea that uh, you and, and Grace had to talk about travel, talk about not just the destination, right, but talk about the work that it requires to get to the destination, right? All of the, all of the planning, all of the, the, the budgeting and all of the, just the behind the scenes stuff. So tips and tricks today, right, baby, for traveling from two old school dudes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, the extent of me and my hat and glasses is going out in the backyard and sitting <laughs> and throwing on the grill and all that good stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, when we talk about the pandemic and the impact of travel, I think you're spot on. We have to start to think beyond it and, and what are we going to do to get back to, to normal and, and, and the tips aren't going to go away, right? So um, I think, you know, we need some participation today. So those people that are yeah. online. Oh, yeah, they, call they, action from Mr. Butterini, oh ladies God. and gentlemen. I mean, we know, I know, I see all the metrics. I see, we, we got, the audience is here. It just don't don't be nervous. Don't 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 be nervous, y'all. We we this is this is a family show. I promise not to say anything, uh, any any four letter words except trip, <laughs> pack, <laughs> darn, 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 all that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing about today, though, James. I think which is good is that uh, you know we talk about old school tips, and when we talk about travel, there are some old school travel tips that I think 
we can stick to that really haven't changed in many, many years. And then there are some new travel tips um, that I know of, that, that Grace knows of, Jessica, others that hopefully can chime in to help people as they start to think about, you know, escaping uh, in the near future. So, um, you know, you, you and I are setting our ways, old Pretty school much. ways, right? Um, but so, and, and it'll, so it'll be interesting to talk about how you and I see this. And here's, and I left this comment up from Jess, who recently traveled from the Bay Area down to Southern California. So kind of her methodology for, for, for travel versus what you and I, Jen and Grace would kind of do. Would be interesting yeah. To talk very, 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 very true. And, and, I, and the funny thing is, this is perfect timing because the last two shows, we've talked about saving money and finance and budgeting and things like that. And this show is going to be about how do we spend it, right? <laughs> so, so, it, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you save it, you invest it, you, you know, all that stuff we heard about. If you didn't watch it, shame on you. Go to YouTube and check them out. Revy being one. Welcome, Revy, to the show. And uh, uh, but but for today, we're going to talk about how to spend it and create experiences for you, your friends and family versus just having it all socked away, um, trying to save, save, save. So it, it should be a good one. It should be a good one. Hey, I'm just going to say, man, if the um, if the financial world doesn't work out, you, you may have a, a second dual career in the travel agency because you, you sold that pretty, pretty darn well. <laughs> well, and, and it's funny the because new Arthur of uh, travel. Yeah, but and travel is different for everyone, right? I mean, travel, and we could talk about this later on too, but just in general, just to kick it off, I mean, travel, it, we're not talking about traveling to Australia for three weeks and spending $35,000. We're also going to talk about, tra- yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about, you know, Jessica and Eli traveling down to see some grandparents in Southern Cal and Vegas and going in their truck and staying at their house. I mean, what, it's going to cost them three, $400 for two yeah. weeks to travel. I mean, you know, so, so there's a, there's a mixture of both. But one thing I will say, don't wait. Right. So um, that, that's, I mean, I know we're jumping into a tip, but, but some people just wait to travel and uh, we can talk about that too. Don't find some things that you, uh, that you should be doing now for later. I took, yeah, let, let's, let's go. I, I kind of wrote some of the things down in order and we'll definitely yeah. hit that. But I, I think let's start from literally the beginning and, and, and the prep. Uh, one thing that's relevant now, even, even before you get to the, Debark location, the airport, wherever the case may be, something that's relevant today is do you have all your paperwork together? Right? So everyone needs yep. to have uh, what is the, the real ID now. You, you can't yep. leave your city if you don't have a real ID. You, you got to have, if you're flying across some continent, you got to have your passport together. If you got to get your passport updated, Get on that list early. You can, look, you can't just walk into the post office or the wh- wherever in your city that they do passports that day and expect to get something done in ten minutes. How, how long? How, what's the longest you've had to wait in line? Well, you guys are probably exceptional, but uh, what's the longest you've had to wait in line to get like your passports updated? So yeah. <clears throat> For me, I mean, I know we'll ask the other two, you know, uh, the, the, 
Well, first of all, good point on the real ID because I did mine about a year and a half ago. Uh, I guess hers a couple weeks ago. It was quick. It was easy. But you got prepared. You got to go online, go to the DMV, and, and figure out all the proper paperwork. My parents did it about six months ago. Um, and that will help you domestically, right? So the real ID will help you travel domestically starting, I think it's like, you know, well, Gloria said it's extended until October 2021. So that's good. Yeah. Thanks, Gloria, for, for that tip because um, with COVID, it was difficult to get that done. So that's good. But don't wait. You know, get in there and get it done now. Um, Jessica just did it two weeks ago with COVID, made an appointment. It was done. Um, but that's going to be a big deal. The passport, you can use it for domestic if you don't want to get a real ID or international. And I just renew mine recently and it took like three weeks. But again, my last name is Butterini. When uh -oh. they do those backgrounds, there's not a whole lot of Butterinis floating around. Maybe a few, <laughs> few crazy Butterinis. But if, you're, if your name is, you know, Tom Jones, it's going to take six weeks. So, you know, anyway. Well, and so that's a whole separate subject because literally, I, I don't know if my father-in-law is watching for the longest period of time. And his last name is Raymond. In the longest time, he was on the no-fly list. Dude, so, so every time they go to the airport, get ready to go on a trip to wherever, Egypt, Korea, uh, Africa, wherever, they, you know, they, they look at uh, his passport and be like, oh, Mr. Raymond, let, we're going to have to have a little secondary conversation with you, young man. So, yeah, again, it, your, your name can be whatever the case may be or, or just the planning piece. Uh, Jen makes a, a great analogy right here. The last time we did our passport updates, we literally had to wait for like five hours because so many people were there. It was like right before the summertime, right? So, you know, passports expire at, at, a, second, at a specific amount of time throughout the, the course of them. And everyone's, I think, in Sacramento, it's expired at the same time. Kids got to go to the bathroom. We're standing in line. We're there half of the morning just trying to get these four things signed. And just plan for it. I would I would just say just plan for it for sure, folks. Yeah, I'm back. Man, I'm sorry, man. You what's, know, wrong with, what, what's wrong with that internet down there? At least well, I was still talking. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. You know, you got to plan for stuff like that, too. And, and <laughs> you know, we're going to talk about technology on our next show because uh, <laughs> I, I, I need to figure figure out which Internet to be on when you got two Internets going. But uh, anyway, sorry about that, bro. That's true. That's, that's right. Now, did you hear anything that I said about the, uh, the, the planning and the waiting in line with kids when you're trying to get your uh, passport renewed? I did. I did. I did. I mean, you've got to plan for that. You've got to plan for all the trips, Kiyomi waited three weeks for hers, Rebby's months. Um, it just depends. Um, yeah. you know, but, but, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta plan. You gotta plan. Yeah. Rebby, you do need an extra background check, boy. I know you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So, so that's, that's one thing, right? So plan for that, especially even before you get to your, your location Add add some, uh, add that into your overall scheduling. Now we're at, are at the airport, getting ready to fly. So, so we haven't even got to the destination yet. We're, we're at the airport, or we're at the debarkation station. I say I keep saying debark because look, my, 
I'll give it away. My favorite way to travel and take vacation is just cruising. I, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it is. That's just the way, way I am. But that can be strenuous. That can be incredibly stressful just sitting there and waiting even at an airport. Driving to the airport, you're trying to get to the airport. You're trying to get into the airport. Find your gates. Find your, your ticket agents. What, what are your thoughts about that? How, how do you guys do that? Again, I mean, I'm sure you already have your tickets already printed out before you get to the gate. But if you got to check in baggage, do you have kind of a, a plan of action that, that you do for, for that whole aspect? Well, I personally, although Grace gets very frustrated with me, but mm. I like to I like to give a good amount of time before I even get to the counter. So, um, you know, why ru- I, I just don't like rushing. I don't like stress. Um, and, and, and I traveled a lot for work before COVID. Uh, that is for sure. And I can tell you, you know, between I have clear, I have TSA yeah. free check and all that good stuff, which helps you. Um, but in preparation, get, you know, if you have to check your bags, obviously the tip is get there a little bit early because you never know what the bag line is going to look like. If they're too long, one good tip is to, to just unload it out front. Use those, uh, the, I forget what, what do they call those, those, those people out front, the bell, maybe the I don't, bell. I, I've seen them. I've what never the used those, those folks because I, I, I don't, I don't know who they are though. Right. Again, that could just be you and me, Dwayne and Sherman out there, right. Just trying to, <laughs> trying to gaffle somebody for, for their bags. And, and I don't know, brother, I, I I'd hey. rather go in, you know, get a piece of candy. Well, they used to have candy up there when you, when you yeah. give them your bags, but okay. Yeah, but here's the thing. I've used it uh, several times when I'm in a rush and and I've never had a problem. So, you know, they're out there if you're in a rush, go inside if you're not. Um and 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 frankly, make sure that all your weight is all balanced out. We're going to talk about packing and stuff. Oh, we can make talk. Sure, let me take, yeah, where's my wife? You know what I mean? Yeah, talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure Jen's got 50 pounds in each unless you unless you have status and then if you have status, you know, it doesn't really matter. So, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, if you, if you, if we don't, well, Southwest doesn't have much of a status, but she is a list. I will say that because she travels a lot, but, and I don't know if the, it's still a weight limit on, on Southwest, you know, if, unless we're flying like United or Delta would have, but that 50 pound. No, brother. No, I, I purposely. So again, old school tip here, men, or you know what? Pack significantly lighter than your significant other before. That way you can transfer their stuff into yours or you can have room for all the extra stuff that you end up, you all end up buying when you, when you come back home. So I pack like 30 pounds worth of stuff in mind just to be ready for when, when Jen packs. I love her. I love you, babe. I know she's watching. Air drives, <laughs> shoes, a hat for the morning, a hat for the afternoon. You know, I, I, I love, it. but that's that's the fun of that's some of the fun of it too. Um, well, the, the the fun of it is is that Jen realizes it. That's why she says it's a true story, right? You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's what I'm talking about. You know, you got to know that. But 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 again, when you get to that counter have your ID out. You've got to have that. You got to have your boarding pass and you got to have your 50 pounds all figured out. You know, you see those people that go up there and they've got 70 pounds here, 80 pounds here. They're digging for their ID. It's like, you know, it just takes forever. It's just like, what drives me crazy is people who don't plan 
and think about these things in advance. And and I have respect for first time travelers. Don't get me wrong. They got to learn. Um, but, but outside of that, it just, it drives me nuts. But, uh, but then once you get past that and you get to how to get through security, man, the the TSA pre-check is, is a no brainer. Yeah, oh. that's no joke. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. before we get to that, let me let me let me add one quick thing because behind yeah. the scenes we we got our, our our special guest who has stated on that in that carry on. Make sure you have essentials. You have your medications. You have your paperwork and your identification and all that. Don't 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 accidentally put those through the turnstile and, and have those go in the belly of the plane. Make sure you have all of those essential things. Um, especially if there's some delays as we're getting ready to talk to you about some other things. So, so yeah, the TSA pre-check, you, you, you got clear. Uh, I've got TSA pre, I don't have clear. I've thought about getting global entry. Do you have global entry? I do. Yeah. 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 So, and, and here, the thing about all that is, is, is it depends on the frequency of, of when you travel, how often you travel, right? So SFO, has um, a good idea, Gloria, handheld scale. We got that too. That's another big tip. So you don't have to worry about, could you give that tip to all these travelers that don't do that at the gate? Yes, let's do that. <laughs> um, but, but it depends on how often, right? So, so some credit card companies offer uh, free TSA pre-check and global entry each year. So look, for cre- so look for various credit cards that you have or that you're investigating. Mm. And I know this isn't about finance, but you can get them free through um, a, a credit card reward benefit. I know, I know we do at, at Wells. We have uh, cards that have those benefits. But anyway, if if you have to pay for it, it's got to make you, sense. You, you, you went into a little sales pitch for for the company there just now. I, I don't know. I saw you change just now. I I, I literally saw yeah. it in, in your eye. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amex has it. Other other companies have it. Just wh- wherever you are, I don't want to you know, push that, but just wherever, but, but you have to use it. Right. So yeah. clear, I don't even know. I think clear maybe a hundred bucks a, a year. It's, it's, yeah. it's quite, it quite cost costly, yeah. but I went to SFO every other week. So every other week I would fly through clear and it was useful for me. If you're, if you travel t- two times a year, don't get clear, just right. wait in line. If you travel twice a year, I frankly don't even know if you pay for TSA pre-check. But if you're up there three, four, five, six times a year, you know, TSA gets you through quicker. You know, you don't have to take out your laptop, take off your shoes, take off your belt and all that other stuff. It's pretty it's pretty quick and easy. So all of those things that they're allowing us to do now are really good as long as you utilize them. And it makes uh, it makes economic sense, too, I think, my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. all right, so we're we're we've left the house. We're to the we're to the airport. We're actually on the plane, and we're we're headed to our our, our location. Oh no 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 no! You're not no. there. I'm I'm trying to get to look. I'm I'm no. supposed to be I'm supposed to be in Spain and Morocco in like three weeks. So that that's where my head is. Not you're you're bringing me back. Okay, keep, where you got, brother? Yeah yeah yeah. Well, we forgot about uh, Gloria's reminding us of global global as well. I forgot about that. Where where when you come back from an international destination oh, yeah. and yeah. You, yeah. you quickly go through cute story about grace real quick. So when we first got global entry, we're coming back from somewhere. I, I can't remember where. 
and uh, uh, you have to get your you have to stand up and take your photo to get through global to then hand it to the agent to then get you through. Yeah. And, you know, she's five feet tall and the camera set at like five, four. So so she had to stand up and they got this much of her head uh, the first time she went through. So, uh, OK, it, so it, I, I need you. I need you to pause because that is it's, it's garnering more reaction behind stage right now. Yeah. Because of the person that's involved, so we we we've got to bring this person on stage right now. Uh, shouts out! What's happening, Mama G? My, my, my. <laughs> that, is, that is a true story. It's, I'm dying laughing because literally it only got this much, and so then from there, every time we've come back now, I'm hopping up to try to get into the photo, and I finally go and hand it to the guy, and they. They don't even check. They're just dying laughing because they know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like lower the camera. Like, like lower the camera or whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I can see you, Tim, you know, right there. Grace, you know, when, you, when you guys walk there, hey, I, I got this, baby. Tim's like, uh, my wife, can you guys just lower the camera just a little bit? So, <laughs> No, I was going to, I was going to, I'm going to go behind her and pull her up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I'm getting yeah. in the okay. Oh, okay. That, that's that's hilarious. Oh God, that is so Grace, w- welcome, welcome in in front of the camera. There, we 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 needed you for this for that laugh. Just just in and of itself, we needed you specifically for that. Oh, but like, you you you've got the behind the scenes on on some of these trips and tips that that we want to talk about. So. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the big things you guys just covered was on, you know, your packing, your luggage. And, and the big thing is make sure you have some form of a carry on with your medicines. Very important for those who have to take stuff because, um, and, and some other essentials, you know, I always have like my toothbrush and things like that, maybe mascara and some more hoops, but you know, (laughs) the, the last thing you want is for your luggage to go missing however it happens and you not have the important stuff your meds you know gotta have it so always remember that good point that's good that's good stuff see that's why we brought you in there because look i'll i'll just rush the kids to the airport and you know get in line you know make sure you 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 better have some clean underwear eyes in and so we can get on this plane without any problem Um, well and you know (laughs) oh go ahead grace I was gonna say you could put those inside out, forward. <laughs> we we haven't gotten to that point yet. No, we, we we haven't had to get to that level yet. But but you know it's it's been close. I don't know for who, but no, it's it's been close. Yeah. Well, and Grace just brought up a a, a a memory. Like we've had our luggage not lost, but we've had it going down on a cruise. It took like it missed the plane and had to get on other ones and then things like that. So so late luggage and those types of things, but. When I flew uh, with Grace to New York for an NCAA basketball tournament, um, we decided to check our our carry-ons just because we didn't want to have to bother with it. Mm-hmm. And my carry-on was stolen at at uh, in New York. I can't remember if it was LaGuardia or wherever, but it was stolen. Wow. And I had I had nothing. I had my backpack, and I had to go get toiletries and clothes and all the stuff, and still rooted for the Rams to to make it through the, the, the tournament. But I mean, so you never know what's going to happen, man. You better hold on to yeah. whatever you need to hold on to. Cause you never know. 
So I forgot two, about that one. Two stories about that. I'll say the funny one first. Uh, well, I'll ask the question. So did you have your, your peanut butter sandwich with you? <laughs> okay. So James, <laughs> James is a smart aleck, and guess what? And, and he just brought up something that I'm addicted to, which is in my backpack having a lot of snacks. Because we didn't talk about before you get on the plane. And, and eating and the expense of bottled waters to, you know, that you have to buy once you get through security and all that expense before you get on the plane. But I always carry a ton of stuff in my backpack, power bars, but I always carry my token two half peanut butter sandwiches, half, not full, half in case I have to share. Um, and, and, and I use them 50% of the time I use them. The other 50% I toss them in the trash. So, uh, uh, that's my deal. That's my deal. <laughs> I had I had to bring it up. And so and and the second thing that I was going to talk about is makes a lot of sense definitely about having your stuff on you secure because give a shout out to my mother in law, right? She does a, they do a lot of traveling, right? Um globally and she wears these over the shoulder secure backpacks, uh so that everything is close. Like they they were in, I believe Europe, Paris or somewhere. Right when the time when a lot of this stuff was coming up about uh, folks jacking you for your stuff. So, I mean, she wears the over the chest uh, harness type of thing to where that's where she's got everything real close to her. So no one can come pickpocket her or, or cut her back pocket and, and make you know keys or anything fall out. So you, you got to take all of those things into consideration. Right. Yeah. You're going out to do a, a great trip. You're going to go have a great time, but you got to think about a lot of those things, especially about um, safety for yourself before you, you go out and be prepared for that. I think the, the moral of today, even though we haven't even finished the moral is be safe. So you can go out there and actually have a good time. And plan. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, you've got to plan in advance. I mean, you can do those quick little getaway weekends, which are fun, you know, hop up to Reno, you know, cruise over here to, to wherever, uh, Monterey, but you've got to plan those big ones in advance and eliminate all that stress. Um, so Grace and Gloria, who's chiming in a lot too, they are relentless planners and it makes a huge, huge difference. Thinking about theft, Planning also involves understanding where you're going and to the risk factor that you mentioned. Your mother-in-law um, is, is smart because when we flew to Spain and we were going to see La Sagrada, Familia Sagrada, whatever the heck that place is, um, they say flat out that you will get your stuff stolen. That you people will pickpocket you and they will steal from you. They will do scam things. A fake pregnant woman will fall in front of you and you'll go help her up and then somebody steals your stuff. So, man, I don't want to get negative about all that, but boy, wherever you travel, you got to be careful. And that's part yeah. of the planning process. No, well, I mean, it's not negative. It's just, it's just you got to be aware of those things, right? I mean, those, those are things you got to keep front of mind as well when you, when you go out. And I'll also add, you know, there's a lot of people and you know, you want to plan. No question. I, I like to plan for a lot, but there's nothing wrong with people who want to just fly by night stuff. And that is great for a lot of people, but I would always caution people, um, especially when you're going like to Europe, because a lot of things require a reservation. And so you don't want to say, Oh, I'm going to the Eiffel tower when I get, and you didn't book anything. Cause you're not going, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so keep that in mind too. You know, if you can, it just, for us, when we went to Europe, there were so many things we wanted to see. And I wanted to make sure that I saw the Leaning Tower piece and all these other things. So I did plan it because literally everything, thankfully, worked out to the T. And we saw all the stuff we had wanted to see, which was awesome. So I say plan if you well, can, but if you don't, don't be disappointed when you can't see certain things. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, you're right. Yeah. One thing too, James, that Grace is good at and Gloria and others that are in the business help with is um, technology, right? So, so like we had to go buy these little, uh, this unit, we went to Spain. I don't care. I don't know. There was all over Europe and, and not everywhere in Europe has the same plugins for your chargers yeah. and your hair, yeah. you know, your hair dryer and all that. We had to buy this multi-unit piece that we plugged in in Spain was different from when we plugged it into Italy, which was different than Greece. And so little things like that become big things when you get there and you're like, I can't plug in my hair dryer, yeah. especially for me. I mean, if I oh, can't blow dry my hair, I mean, it's all it's bad. Amazing. It's all bad. It's oh. all bad. And, and oh. folks, get those, like you say, before you leave, because they're going to be ridiculously expensive uh, if you have to wait and get it when you're actually there. Uh, I, I want to go to more of a, of a foundational level about travel. And I want to ask both of you this, and it may sound funny, but it could be a religious debate, but I, I, I want to know this. How do you pack? Do you, do you fold your clothes or do you roll your clothes in, in your suitcase? And does it matter? Grace, let me ask you first. How, how do you, how do you pack? It depends. Uh, um, so in general, like if we're just going domestic, I'll just fold it and put it in because I just was like, oh, you know, this will work for this. However, when we went to Europe, I rolled. Um, I rolled not all of it, but a bunch of it. And I'm going to even go um, a step further and and say this. When you do a trip, whether it's a cruise or land, you know, take different bottoms, which is, I took only like three bottoms for a 12 day cruise. And I intermixed all my tops with those three bottoms and saved okay. a ton of packing. Um, because if I did, I went with like a, a black pair of capris, a white and like a blue or something. And then I just swapped the tops and it worked because it just, you're saving on some of that packing so that then you could buy other stuff. Let me see. That's, that's, that's me. Well, it, and, it depends. Okay. It, and, yeah, no, yeah, go ahead. And I was going to say, and one more, and for like for women, like for necklaces, like when you have like a dinner, for example, I have like a standard silver chain. And I just switch out my charm. And so that's actually a big thing of what I do. Like okay. when I travel, I look for different charms to go with different outfits. Yeah. And, and, and I agree. I think it's, it depends on where you're going. I mean, we just went and saw my parents in Las Vegas and, you know, I threw some stuff in a bag and it was fine. Right. I didn't really care about how I did it. And, and I could wear the same shorts, you know, on Monday that I wore on Tuesday or Friday, whatever, right. You know, and just rotate the tops and, you know, keep your undergarments fresh. Um, 
and and then they guess what? That's they a have good a, lesson in life, right there. Yeah, that's too. a good lesson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they have a washer and dryer, right? So it's not like you can't you can't you know do a little bit of laundry. Um, but but I would say you know, uh, Grace is right. You've got a kind of multitude of things. There's three things. You just fold and throw it in. That's one. Two, you roll roll everything, which is really popular, which is two. And then I've even seen some people who have stuck them in bags and vacuum sealed them and stuck them in there, which is like crazy. Like you got freeze dried <laughs> food coming out of your, your, your pack. But, but one tip that I, I have to say that, that I learned, it, it's all about um, whatever, like we're going to Virginia in a couple weeks to, to see my brother's wedding. And it's going to be cold there. And so I'm taking my jacket and a sweater and I'm layering on, on the plane. I'm going to wear my boots that are the most heavy shoe I'm bringing. I'm wearing it on the plane. And then I'm going to pack the lighter stuff, right? And then okay. the other thing, so, so layering and wearing as much as you can on the plane and then packing the rest, number one. But number two is, this is one thing that I learned quickly and I always hate when I forget to do it is you can stuff socks and underwear into your shoes. In the shoes, brother. Yeah. Yeah, that you then <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So so some of this stuff, you know, I'm just learning about. Uh but but that but I'm like, heck, that saved me a lot of space here and there. So just a couple a couple tips as it relates to packing there. So awesome. and and another one is I'll go with a theme too. And like, like when we go to Virginia, I'm not going to take a brown pair of boots and a black pair of boots. I'll work with one or the other and make sure that that's how I go. You know, if, if I'm going to wear my black boots, I'll have this jacket and I'll coordinate my outfits around that so that I'm not double packing boots, double packing jackets and all the accessories and stuff. So find that color theme, I guess. That always helps too. I, I, I knew it was going to be a, an, an interesting conversation. I, I, I do the same thing. I do, I, I do both, depending on how long the trip is and if it's if it's a vacation versus a work trip, right? I'm, I'm not I'm not rolling my suit, right? That, that, that's not going to happen. But I'll, I'll roll up the jeans and I'll roll up with, with whatever shirt is and all. So okay. Well, James, real quick, real quick before you yeah. go on. So the, the the other thing is is and it also depends, but just as an example. Um, People pack too much, period. Amen and, on that, brother. Right. I mean, it is what it is. Heather says that. It's it's hard. And summer vacations are obviously easier than winter because summer, there's the clothes are lighter and shorts and not jeans and boots and stuff like that. But the, the other thing is, is, is what I, I stopped worrying about, like wrinkled things, you know, because mm -hmm. like when we get on a cruise ship, the first thing we do is empty out all of our stuff and we hang it all. And we grab whatever's important and we immediately go and iron it right away before, while everyone's trying to enjoy the cruise before they even set sail and all that stuff. Right. We, right. we iron our stuff before oh, we okay. even get going. Yeah. So you don't, yeah. so you don't even go hang out on the, on the top deck drinking the, the, the Miami vices like, like me, you're, you're well, already down there in the laundry room. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we do. We start off and we have our drinks, right? Okay. And then you always have to do go to your monster station and go listen to the whole thing. Yeah. But usually our bag will get there right before we set sail or shortly after. But we will be on the deck to set sail. Right. But before we head to dinner, as soon as we get that bag, Tim's right. We unload everything 
and put it away and go iron and touch up anything that needs to be done. That way you're not there every night before dinner with like five other people trying to do that one shirt for dinner. It's all done. Yeah. You can't wait. You, you got to do it all in advance like that yeah yeah i mean that so that's a good tip that i'm actually going to write down because i'll do so like the the formal dinners and everything i'll do them many hours before right you know the rest of the family will be at the at the pool or or, or wherever at the spa whatever i'll go hit the workout i'll go get to the gym as soon as i get done with that maybe five hours before the dinner that's when i'll go do the, the ironing and stuff but i think i like what you're talking about doing it day one after you unpack, that way you don't have to mess with it. It's already done. You don't have to worry about those long, crazy lines in that small, little confined uh, laundry area. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, and and this may be jumping out of packing a bit, but even even if you do a land a land vacation, like Gloria said, they went to Cabo a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in actually it was a while. It was in August, but. You know, when you get to that destination, unpack all your stuff, freshen stuff up, get it there, go down, meet with your person to schedule out your week, you know, yeah. get all that stuff done right away so that you can then enjoy it. So you said Jen and the kids and stuff are at the pool and you're up there ironing your shirt, getting ready for the dinner. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I, I, I have issues and she, she married me. 20 some years ago, and she, she knew what she was getting into, brother. I'm sorry. Uh, favorite way to travel? What's what's the what's your favorite vacation type? I I, I, I know the answer, but I think uh, it, it would be great to hear it, it verbally. You know, are you land, sea, air? Um, what, what what's your favorite way to travel? I started with Grace last time. Let me go with you, Tim. Uh, no doubt that my favorite way to travel is cruising. Um, I just think that uh, it, 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 it's just, it offers so many, I'm, I get bored in one place, except mm-hmm. LeBlanc Cancun. LeBlanc Cancun, I could stay there for a month, just just for the record, LeBlanc Cancun. So anyway, but outside of that cruising, you get on, you unpack your stuff, and you get to hit multiple destinations, you know, normally like a day per destination, which I love. You get in there, you kind of feel it out, you leave, you're done, et cetera. I think they have a ton of entertainment on the cruises, wonderful food, great service on all of the ones I've been on from the lowest end carnival to the highest end celebrity. I've had awesome times just knowing what you're getting. You want to pay 600 bucks for a carnival cruise out of LA, you know what you're getting. And guess what? I drink and party with all those people and have a good time. And then if I pay five times the price on a celebrity cruise, I know what I'm getting. A lot of wheelchairs and oxygen going around on that thing. And you know what? And that's okay. I enjoy it. The food, the food is better. The entertainment is worse. Um, the casino is empty. And and that's okay, right? For you, that's so, a good thing, right? Because you don't have a problem getting to your table. There you go. That's a yeah. good thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. just just to, just to cut to the chase, the, the flexibility and ease of a cruise to me is just um, fantastic. And whether it's Alaska, which is not a beachy one, or the Caribbean, which is a beachy one, you you name it, I'm telling you. And then there are some drawbacks to cruises, like the rooms are somewhat small if you don't get a suite and other things. And so, you know, but 99% of the time, I mean, I'm all in cruise. 
yeah. um, is my deal. Grace, what about you? Um, I also love a cruise. Um, like Gloria said, uh, your hotel follows you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heather said, you get to see so many different places. And, and I think that's probably why I like a cruise the most is um, you can s- see so many different sites. Like when we did Europe, it was a 12 day cruise and you got to see, oh, I want to go back there. And maybe that's where you decide to do a land cruise. Like you're going to say, you know what? I loved Venice, for example, let's just say, and it's an example, um, but I did love it. And you say, I'd like to go back there and stay longer. And doing a cruise gives you that opportunity to do that. Like, um, you know, when you're in the Caribbean, I, I think Seven Mile Beach in the Cayman Islands is just amazing. That water is just beautiful. And that's what allows you to do that. However, I mean, I love land trips too. I mean, the one thing I don't like about travel, but I do it all the time. I hate to fly, but I do it because I love to travel. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a means to an end, right? You, That's it's right. One, of those, one of those weird catch 22s. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But you know what? I just love travel in general, but um, I, I gotta say cruising is probably my favorite. You unpack one, yeah. you see all these different places and, yeah. and, I'm going to take it. I love the dining experience too. Speaking of the dining experience. Yeah. Just hit it on the head right there. Let me tell you something that, that little soft freeze and then pizza at any time. Where's Isaiah? Man, he and I have hit those pizza spots. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's true. And, and I guess maybe that's a good way we could go into dining. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, but before yeah. we do that, though, James, what do you think? What, what do you got? What's your favorite? So I, I'm the exact same way as literally both of you, and it's almost like I, I've known you for almost 30 years of my life, but like we are left brain, right brain. But I love cruising. I do. Some folks don't like it because they feel confined. Either they don't like I don't like boats. At all, I look. I'm I'm not a water boat guy. Little little boats, and and me. I had an experience back in my early teens that has still traumatized me. And, and look, brother, it's, it's it's not good. But when I throw the stabilizers out on those on those large cruise ships, I'm I'm good. I'll I'll pop a whatever it is the drama me in or whatever, and I have no no issues as well. I've been on some pretty rough seas before and haven't gotten sick because I've prepared plan and, and knew how to deal with it. Um, I mean, yeah, the fact that you've got 24 hour access to food, 24 hour access to, <laughs> to drink um, and gambling. As soon as you hit the international waters, you can go out there and try your luck with, uh, with lady luck. Uh, but again, the getting to some of those destinations. So we actually had an experience when we were going to Europe last year. And I think we told you guys about this. We flew from Sacramento on our way to um, the East Coast to jump on the next flight, the international flight. When we left, where was it? Where was it? It was Utah. As we were taking off from Utah, we got a bird strike. We got a we got a uh, Captain Scully bird strike. We you know you know the one that he had to pull the plane down in the middle of the Hudson River. So we got one of those. 
being in the military, so Tim, I think you and I can kind of agree with this. So we've been in planes a lot, but when we hit them damn birds and I felt the, the pilot literally pull the, the accelerator back and almost literally stop in midair, I knew something was definitely wrong. And I, I said every Hail Mary, I, I looked over at my, at my family and said, this, this might be it, y'all. But I didn't say it out loud, but it was definitely dramatic. It was definitely severe. Pilot had to turn the plane back. We had to go back to Utah. And as we were walking out, we could see the remains of a flock of seagulls in all of the planes, engines, the front windshield. The pilot couldn't see out of his front windshield, so he had to land using instruments. It, it was dramatic in and of itself just to feel the extent of the hit and then to feel the, the reaction of the plane and then to have to know that we were going back and then everyone's reaction. So I hate that. I'm not a turbulence guy. I don't. I don't care about turbulence. Turbulence. I've, I've been through all of that. But man, when you when you get hit by some birds and and your plane gets gets racked, that is that's no fun. Um, but James. Uh, yeah. But James. To that. But 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 my friend. To that story. Yeah. You can't leave the day before to get to your trip, especially if it's a cruise. Now, Europe may may or may mm. not be a cruise, mm-hmm. but but you can't. Mm. Yeah. Leave, you have to give yourself no. time for stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, so, cause, cause we were literally, we were literally stuck in Utah for, I think it was 24 hours, right? They, they couldn't, it was late at night. And again, this was, we were traveling to, to Europe. So they, they couldn't find another plane that was ready. So they had to put us up in a hotel. So we, we, we did leave early in advance cause we wanted to spend enough time up front. But if we hadn't thought about just what if, just in case something goes down. Yeah. We, we, we lost. We lost half a day in, in Paris and France and, and all of that. But irregardless, the consequence could have been we were we were in the middle of the uh, of the desert, the Moab. Well, <laughs> you're right. Losing a half a day in Paris is is different than if your cruise was leaving Paris that morning and you missed yeah. that first thing, right? Yeah. So that's the problem. Like the best thing I've ever done, and it's not always possible. We did it twice. We did. Uh, we drove to the cruise port in Maryland and took a cruise, and we parked our. Car. We were in Richmond, Virginia. Drove to Maryland, and boom, we were off. That was so nice. And then we drove to um, uh, Long Beach once, and then and then took the cruise out of Long Beach. And just man, just driving takes so much stress off. Yeah. But it's not. It's not always possible. Obviously. Right. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So we're going to talk about the the food part. There's always always good food. But my my family too. I think before doesn't matter where we are. We could be in Hawaii. We can be in Europe or wherever. Wake up in the morning before you even say hello to everyone. What what, what are we eating for dinner today? What are we having for lunch? Like you know, hey, <laughs> anybody doing anything else? But let's talk about the food. Especially the food on cruises, since we kind of all kind of lean lean towards that mode of travel, it, it, it's different, right? And and you got to be got to be aware and prepared for that, unless you want to upgrade and and sit at the captain's table and and get or at that other special little steak uh, restaurant on the cruise if you, if you want to pay for that as well. But you know the whole buffet thing, it's, it's it's a little bit different. Grace, tell us a little bit about how you feel about that. Well, y- you know, you have. The buffets, you can always eat at a buffet and, you know, they have their breakfast, they have the lunch, they have the dinner. Uh, 
you could do anytime dining and you just go and eat whenever you want to, which is great for those who um, don't want to commit to a time. Um, and depending on where you're cruising and what you're doing, you know, maybe you'll be off the ship because some cruises you'll stay in a port till late at night. So, you know, anytime dining works as well. And we've done that before. Um, I personally, I love to have a set dining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you, they give you two options. And personally, I prefer the, the earlier one just to have the dinner. Because my big thing is I love having the wait staff over and over because they get to know you. And so you have that, that great, um, I don't know, they, they know what you like, whether, you know, you want this salad or that. And, and I love that and they're fun and they, you have a good time and you always look forward to your dinner. Um, yeah. and there's a late version too, which is great. If you just got back on the ship and you want to take your time getting to dinner, Me, I personally like the earlier ones and I can go catch the next show. Um, sometimes if, if you like to eat later, they're great as well, but then you catch an earlier show or something. I like to, I like to eat earlier and get to the shows in the casino. That's what she thought. Wait, wait, wait. She's so full of it. She says to get to the shows and then the casino. There ain't no shows. Yes, there is. So we just cut right through that. Cut right to the casino. As as soon as you hit the water, you know, as soon as they pull the ropes off of the casino, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm right there at the craps table. It's okay. Blackjack. No. That is funny. Grace says, I like to go to the show and then the casino. (laughs) Hey, so so we we got a good one there right here, right? So, I mean, this is it, when you talk about because I wanted to mention this, too, about the alcohol <clears throat> bringing um, uh, alcohol on, especially on a cruise. You know, you can bring two bottles of alcohol or two bottles of, of uh, wine on a cruise. Those are wine. Well, you can and bring you a can, lot of. You, yeah. So, so go ahead. I'll, I'll let you because I, I have a story yeah, about that. Too. Just real quick. I, you know, and we always buy the bottles normally in the city where we're at versus trying to bring them. Um, mm-hmm. Although we've, we've packed them as well if we want to. But, you, you know, these are the details. You can bring two bottles of wine. The other thing that Grace found out once is that you can pre order a couple cases of bottled water and they'll have them in yeah. your room before you get there. Um, and again, I know we're talking a lot about cruises, but you can also do this when you're on a land vacation as well. Just go buy a few things and bring it with you. So I, I just think those are those yeah. are important. But go ahead, James. What were you going to say? No, so, so wine, and I believe it's a, a case of soda. You know, if, if that's and you, you you can bring all of that as well. But here's the catch: remember to keep those with you, and don't turn those into the folks that check luggage. Because if you don't have it with you, you'll lose it. My my parents actually bought a couple of bottles of wine and they forgot to have it on their on their person. So they checked it with their their uh, their luggage that goes through the scanners and everything. They couldn't keep it. They had to actually dump it out before uh, it got on on the ship. So they lost two great bottles of wine. So oh, because you have to kind of declare it. You, with, you better declare in, it. Yeah, in your person. Yeah, yeah. like like yeah. like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you could you could pack it in your luggage to get to the destination, then unpack it, put it in your carry-on when you then go on to the cruise ship itself. Yeah. And, yeah. And remember, it's 
you have to be 21. So it has to be two adults in the room. <laughs> it can't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You can't. <laughs> You can't take your your twelve year old on a cruise and assume you can bring two bottles of wine. It's just one <laughs> per the adult. One per adult. Yeah, mm. and and like Tim said, be, because normally we fly to a cruise port, we do carry. Um, we'll get to wherever we're at, buy the wine there, and then just bring it on with us in our carry on bag. Yeah, and then we got the travel agent Gloria checking us here for fact checking. She's hey, that's it. all. That's all good. You know, you know. keeping keep, keeping us on 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 point here. You, Grace, you brought up something about kids. Let, let me ask. I got I got two more kind of questions, and I, I'm I'm loving just funneling these questions to you guys because uh, you, you guys have all a little bit more experience traveling with kids versus traveling just you two versus traveling with seniors, and the planning of that. Right? I mean, you, you've got to be prepared for the whole different dynamic of. I've got underage folks that I'm traveling with. So, you know, keeping them in line or being aware of them. And then if you got seniors, right, do you have someone who maybe needs, maybe needs to get on early because they, they need to get a wheelchair or something to get on the plane or being aware of excursions that you're booking because maybe not everyone can go Does someone needs to stay on the ship and someone needs to stay with them. You know, your, your, your thoughts on that, Grace, let me, let me ask you, have you had to go through some of those experiences? So, you know, with the kids, yes, you know, because um, when you take kids, it's different. And, and let's be real, there are adults that act like kids. So, you know, we have to deal with that, too. Um, you, you know, I think that's one of the things I love about a cruise when you if you know, if you do an excursion, it's OK to do um, to break up, I guess, like, you know, um, if. Well, not with us. Like we always had the kids with us on our excursions. I mean, they're like, let's go. Whether whatever yeah. we were we were doing. But that's what I love about a cruise is, you know, it really does accommodate. You know, you could say, Okay, the wheelchair will go in the elevator and you tell everyone, Hey, we'll meet you on that floor and we're taking the stairs. <laughs> and and you know, that's what you do. We're, we're we're very good about that. You know, we tend to take the stairs at all times on a cruise so that we allow the um elevators to be there for people who need them. Now, you know, very seldom do we actually take an elevator, right, Tim? I mean, we're always doing stairs in general. But you, again, you're just trying to work off that. You're just trying to work off that 3 a.m. pizza. That's that's what you're trying to do. I, I, exactly. I and and there's excursions that are wheelchair accessible, which is great. Um, and with the kids, there's age limits. Um, you know, they'll yeah. they'll tell you you can't go swim at the stingrays if you're not over a certain age, and that's always good. So I I love it because there's something for everybody. There's kids clubs. Kids could meet other kids and hang out. I know my kids to this day still have friends from when they were like eleven and you know fourteen or something. So they actually your kids actually like the kids club because my kid look. Isaiah hated it because he was right between that age of, you know, I got to either hang with the younger kids and right. that was no fun for him or, you know, one year away or six months away from being able to hang with, with, with Jordan yeah. and his older cousin. So he, he was right in that middle and he had to hang with babies instead of. Okay. Uh, that, that one age right there is hard um, because you're right. They're either. Not there, but they're still here. So, and and I'll say this: um, I liked cruising years ago because back then nobody had the internet. 
So the kids actually had to yeah, go and yeah. talk and hang out. Now you walk, you'll be walking down and, and everyone's like playing on their phones because everyone got the internet package. Yeah. Well, James too. And, and, and here's the thing there's, so you have your couple's trip, you have your family trip, and then you have an extended friend and family trip. Those are the three trips. They all have their values. They all have their drama. And I, I'll just say to whether it's, 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 it's mom talking about using the bathroom. Well, so do I, I use the bathroom like every other half an hour because I drink a lot of <laughs> bottled water. Right. So, I mean, and, and, and those types of things, but as long as you know what you're doing, just like I said, as long as you know, if you're on a $400 carnival cruise or a $5,000 celebrity, as long as you know what you're getting into and you think about it in advance, it's fine. I know I'm going with grace and we're doing our thing. Or I know I'm going with my family and I got to take care of the kids. The kids are my priority. Or if I, I went on a cruise with Revy and his family, we went to Alaska, and I know that we have to be accommodative um, and help and support his mother and do what she wants to do and do what Revy's kids want to do, not just what my kids want to do and those types of things. So at the end of the day, as long as you know where you're going, who you're with, and you think through it in advance, um, you just have to adjust. Um, and frankly, I, I'd go with anybody right now. Like I'm about to go in my backyard and <laughs> sit in the sun. I mean, this is ridiculous, right? Yeah, I, I feel you, man. I I, I feel on, on that whole thing. Well, I, I got one thing that I'm saving for the end. Uh, look at mom's gotten got comfortable there, and the, yeah, the, I know she got uh, she's at, lounging and stuff at the at the bat, at the you know the Butterini Estates. There, mom, mom, mom is uh, kicking back. I, I I love it. What did we leave out? I mean, right? We we, we Plan. We got there. We we saw all the pros and cons and the negatives of preparation. Talked about um, destinations. Speaking of destinations, let's let's take cruises out of it. Let's let's say we're flying somewhere. We're driving somewhere. Where do you guys typically stay? Is it like a regular hotel, Airbnbs? Um, you know what? What's your thoughts on on, on some of that? Because again, those communal communities, again, the Airbnbs and the VRBOs, they're, they're pretty popular right now. And you can get some, you can actually get some pretty decent locations and deals on that. Uh, Grace, what are your thoughts on that? I think you definitely, if you could get a great deal, I would, you know, stay wherever, you know, as long as you're at your destination on time, whatever is works for you is best. I'm, I'm, you know, everyone has different things of what they like. Personally, I, Ironically, every time we go to certain locations, I don't find that because I've looked on Airbnb and the and all the others, they're not a lot cheaper by the time you have to add the cleaning fee and all. I'm like, well, that didn't really do a whole lot. And mm. it's not going to save me a ton to make it worth it. So I tend to just go to a hotel. Um, but I, I I think they're all great. Whatever works that's cheaper. Um I think it, you know, if you want to stay in a place, you know, if you're there for a few days before, then by all means do an Airbnb if if that works. Um, a lot of times I just go by the location or whatever, and I just find really good deals on hotels. So yeah, yeah. and especially well, I would yeah. say take advantage because because you guys and I know take advantage of points and rewards and things like that. So take advantage. If, if you've got yes. those programs, yes. use that a lot too, right? Sign up yeah. for those. I mean, I think a great cheap um, hotel and it's always clean. I've never had an issue is 
Um, Holiday Inn Expresses are fantastic. Mm -hmm. They're clean. The beds are comfy. You used to get a breakfast. I'm sure you can't now. <laughs> and you get on their rewards program because it's not just Holiday Inn. It's Holiday Inn Express. It's Hotel Indigo, um, where we stay yeah. a lot in okay. L.A. when we go to Disneyland. And you get great deals and your rooms are cheaper. So make sure you take advantage of rewards programs at hotels and so forth. Yeah. And I like to have my beds made every day. Honestly, that's my big, thing. It's, that's like that. what I love about cruises. Yeah. I love yeah. that room being made up twice a day. With the, with my, the fancy little elephant in your, well, you know, you know, whatever they make with the, with the towels. Tim, before you answer, Tim, before you answer, let me bring up this question from Heather and, and have Grace answer this, even though she's stuck in, in mid, yeah, she may be frozen out there. I don't know. She may be frozen. Oh, my. She, she got so excited there, and, and she froze herself. Um, she, she sure did. Oh, froze my. That's, that's all right. I'm, I, won't, I won't embarrass her and leave her there, but she does have to come back near the end because I've got something kind of special I want to talk to her about. Got it, got it, got it. So, what do we leave out, brother? Talk to us. Well, Go ahead. It's all, it's all you. Yeah, I, well, what you know, Just I'm a hotel guy. I like the beds made. I like all that stuff. And we've done a, a, a kind of a rental in San Diego where we had a kitchen and stuff. And uh, and I'll have Gloria go check on her. <laughs> she, she's, probably just, she's probably wanting this to get over to so get some rays, to get some sun. Um, but, but, but I, I, you know, what we've left out is just really fundamental, and that is enjoy experiences. Forget about the travel, forget about where you're going. And, mm -hmm. and I just think that, that we don't talk enough about um, using travel to create memories for you and your friends and family and things like that. And that may be cliche, but I can tell you, um, my kids remember every Disneyland trip. They remember Alaska. They remember every cruise detail. But I bet you if I was to ask my daughter, Right now, what was your favorite Christmas gift of 2019? She would have no idea. Hmm. She would have no idea. She, she, wouldn't, she, she doesn't even know what we got her for 2019, but she'll remember the trip. Um, yeah. So anyway, oh, she's back. She's yeah. back. Anyway, that's, that's all I want to say is experiences. Don't wait too long to get things done. I've got some friends that say, I'm going to travel when I retire. Well, you don't even know if you're going to be around when you retire, right? You could, it, hit by a, you could get hit by a you get hit by a proverbial bus. Um, so you know you got to trickle in some travel while you can, and and and, and things like that. I think is important. Yeah. Grace, you good? You back? I'm back. I'm back. I had to okay. switch on different oh. Wi-Fi. So no worries. So let me, I want to bring this question. I want to bring this question back while you're back because you've got you've got more expertise on this. And and Heather was asking, what do you think about cruising and how it's going to be different now that we have COVID? Well, they're now talking, so it'll be different. I mean, I I just think everything obviously is going to be different. They're talking about doing um, the five minute testing before you get on, um, which would be great. And I think a good pilot and this has been being talked about is doing the five minute testing and maybe 
cruising around, like let's say if you're in the Caribbean, for, for example, and you have all those private islands, you could just stop at the private island. Like you're not going into an actual country and just cruise around to get back on sea and doing like maybe a four day trip that way. So that they're talking about doing stuff like that. Yeah, and I think James, you know, with COVID, at the end of the day, some of these cruise ships, they were dealing with a COVID environment before, yeah. right? I, I forget, I forget what was the, the issue that they always had where people get sick. I, I forget what the, the illness is. Um, Neur the neurovirus thing. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, honey. Yeah. Yeah. The neurovirus, right? So, so some cruises, you wash your hands before you can even walk through the buffet. Right, they have, right. the, they have, they have glass. If you're sick, stay in your room, you know, all that we didn't have masks, but that may be the future. Um, but I still think it'll get back. Um, it may not be exactly the same as it was before. Um, fingers crossed for sure. Right. Um, but 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 it will. We we will get back to being able to travel. I don't know if masks are permanent. I don't know if testing is permanent. I don't know if we have a therapy or vaccinations and all that other stuff. But eventually, it may not be a year from now. But if you, if you launch yourself two three years from now, you're going to get on a cruise ship and say. What was SARS again? Was that that, that, that <laughs> SARS thing? What, what was that going on? Or yeah, uh, at least I hope. At least yeah. I hope. I, I I agree, brother, because you know all of us were literally supposed to be in Alaska for what ten, twelve days a couple of months yeah. ago, and and that that's a huge miss. Hopefully, um, that comes back because I still need to do that with you guys, with everyone that that was planning to go. So. You know, the, the world will come back around and we'll be able to get back out there and do it. And at the end of the day, I think that that was the idea behind today's show. I saw someone was asking, you know, what, what was the, the purpose of today's show? You know, was it travel tips or whatever the case may be? And, and that's what it is, right? Tim and I come with our perspective. We kind of been there, done that. We don't know everything, but we know something. Uh, and just some ideas that to, to keep in mind and not to take some things for granted, you know, the, the planning pieces, the, the aspect of, of knowing where you're going before you get there. Uh, know, know that it's going to be some delays. And what do you do if you have a delay? If you lose your luggage, make sure you got that peanut butter sandwich in your pocket so you have something to eat. Um, and just just knowing, because if, if you're aware and you're prepared for it, just like everything in life, we've talked about business, we've talked about finance, we talked about insurance. You know, those are the kinds of things you plan and you got to be aware of as well. But travel, it's an, a great excursion. It's a great experience, but make sure that you are prepared for it before you get on there so you can have 90% of the time enjoyable as opposed to chaos and chaos. Very true. Very true. And it's, and we'll get back to it, man. It's a lot of fun. And again, we talk travel and travel doesn't have to be dramatic, right? It can be a little quick getaway weekend. Um, we can't discount a little backpacking trip or a little camping trip or, or things like that. I mean, you know, you, you can't discount that. You don't have to have it all be dramatic with big old Europe or Australia trips or whatever. Um, so anyway, we'll get back. We'll get back. Yeah. You know, go, go ahead, Grace. And, and that's a good point. Go see your local parks. Go see your local, yep. you know, state parks or national parks because you're out in the outdoors. And it's a great time to do that, you know. How many people live in California and haven't been to Yosemite? Um, yeah. You know, there, there's so much to see. And, and it's a great time to get out and do those. 
Well, yeah, and speaking of great time, Gloria is spot on. I mean, uh, yes, I agree, wearing your mask and your tennies rolling along and, and 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 but gloria's is spot on that there are some if you are comfortable mega discounts going on right now number one on land and cruises tons of deep discounts that you can book into 2022 yeah. right those types of things and and frankly there's a lot of places that aren't full she said she went to cabo recently we debriefed her trip to cabo and had a, had a cocktail and what they did in Cabo was phenomenal. Um, it was very COVID friendly, uh, meaning that it was cared for from a COVID perspective. And, 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 and it was at like 20, 20, I think it was at like 20% capacity, 20% capacity. So good deals now, if you're comfortable, you know, obviously if you have some conditions today, you need to, to be cautious of it and all that good stuff. Travel is, is something that, that brings us all together. And I think I want to I want to close today with uh, something pretty pretty cool. I I got an email yesterday, and I think this email sums up exactly what I want to say to everyone watching, and especially to to you, Grace and Tim. So here I'm gonna read the email for verbatim. Hopefully, I don't mess it up. I'm gonna be looking over here at the, over here at the page. So it says, "Hi, James." Travel and holidays, don't we love them? For some people, holidays is a regular or seasonal thing to do, especially if holidaying within your own country. For others who may have never traveled abroad in their lives, finally take the big step and after many years decide to do that big holiday. This is what we actually did back in 2016. After my wife was was detected with breast cancer and finally won the battle, with the boogers, she decided life was too short and we needed to finally do that big holiday. We traveled throughout Europe, visiting several countries and going to check out our heritage. Prior to leaving for our holiday, I met this lovely lady on the internet and she was arranging some short excursions to do with the cruise. I stayed in contact with her and we arranged that the four of us would catch up in Venice for some pizza and wine prior to our cruise. Eventually, we met at a restaurant and we clicked like a house on fire. We ended up spending most of that cruise holiday with them and had the most wonderful time. Finally, when we had to depart and say our goodbyes, we swapped details and numbers, but I thought that's it. We will never see them again. We arrived back home in Australia and we stayed in contact and had several Skype communications over the next 18 months or so. And we decided we wanted to holiday in the States. This couple invited us to stay with them and they arranged a whole American holiday for us. And they traveled with us throughout the whole holiday as I was turning the big six zero. We still stay in contact with them and hoping one day we will all meet up again. They have become our second family, and we love them. It's amazing how things work out in life, and if I have never gone on the Internet looking up excursions, maybe we would never have met. But then again, maybe it was meant to be. So thank you, Tim and Grace Butterini, for coming into our lives and making those last two holidays the best times of our lives, especially the U.S. celebrating my 60th birthday. Anna still stay still says today it's the longest birthday she has ever known someone to have. Love you guys, Lotto. That's for y'all. Wow, 
That's crazy. Crazy way to end it. You got Grace teared up. You got me kind of sniffling. I mean, it's uh, your point is, is, is a good one, which is, you know, if you open up your hearts and travel and enjoy people and vacations, you know, you can really, I mean, I literally, Vlado and Anna are, are, are one of our closest friends and we met them on a 25 year cruise. I mean, I bet everybody yeah. could say the same thing. Um, what a great story. I'm glad Vlado sent that. Very sweet. That's very sweet. And and just so that they know, we will be coming to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our 30th. Well, yeah, we have our, our 30th wedding anniversary is next year. So uh, in about a year from now, uh, in November of 2021, our plan is to spend three weeks in Australia um, most of the time with them, too. So, um, yes, that's awesome. That's all. And I know the poor guy, it's like 430 in the morning over there. And he was working the night shift. He was going to try to join, but I guess they got him working. So uh, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I I was chatting with him last night, and uh, so I, I I glad that both of you were on to to experience that. Now forwards you this this email from. That's sweet. Aww, Very sweet. That's so sweet. Well, everybody enjoy traveling. Go see some yeah. new places. Experience it, and and do it when you can. Once we open up. The travel industry really will need a lot of help, just like the restaurants have. And, you know, it's just so important. I want to travel. I want new experiences. And I'm going to meet more wonderful people. I'm a, and I'm going to spend every single penny of my child's experience, uh, their, their inheritances. That's right. I like not getting nothing. All right. So we good. Y'all be All good right. to yourselves. Go out there and hit that grill. Yeah. Uh, Mama, go and get them raised. It was great to see you. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Peace. Yeah.